Weight Watchers Long-Term Research. This is the Weight and Healthcare newsletter. If you appreciate the content here, please consider supporting the newsletter by subscribing and or sharing. In the last newsletter, I gave a general overview of Weight Watchers, aka WW, and all the tricks they use to sell a program that doesn't work. Today, I'm going to dig into the research. I started at Weight Watchers' own science center. They pointed to two studies to back up their claim that, quote, WW is one of the few programs that fulfills all of the criteria that expert panels deem necessary in order for behavioral lifestyle weight loss interventions to be effective. First of all, that's a lot of words. I'm going to move beyond some questions I have, like what criteria and panels of what kind of experts. Instead, I'll point out that they seem to be taking great care with the phrasing to avoid saying that their program is actually effective. I think that a review of the research will help clarify that choice. At any rate, the first study they cite is Extended and Standard Duration Weight Loss Program Referrals for Adults in Primary Care, RAP, W-R-A-P, a Randomized Controlled Trial. This 2017 study compared three groups of people who were all 18 or older with a BMI of 28 or higher. They looked at three interventions. The first was just brief advice and self-help materials. The second was 12 weeks of Weight Watchers. The third was 52 weeks of Weight Watchers. They checked in with participants at one and two years. Of course, most people gain their weight back within five years, but we'll get to that in a moment. They started with 1,269 participants, 823 completed the one-year survey, and 856 completed the two-year survey. At year one, folks who had the brief intervention and self-help material intervention had an average loss of 7.19 pounds. People on the 12-week program had an average loss of 10.47 pounds, and people on the 52-week Weight Watchers program had an average loss of 14.9 pounds. So, on average, people in Weight Watchers for 12 weeks lost 3.3 more pounds in a year than the people who didn't participate in Weight Watchers at all. And the people in the year-long program lost 7.7 pounds more in a year than those who didn't participate in Weight Watchers at all, and 4.4 more pounds in a year than people who were on the program for 40 fewer weeks. Okay, before we go further, I feel compelled to remind you that I did not cherry pick this study to make fun of it. It's literally the first study that WW points to as their proof of long-term efficacy. Year two, the study says, quote, differences between groups were still significant at two years, unquote, which seems oddly nonspecific. Luckily, they included a graph to elucidate. The graph shows the brief intervention, the 12-week intervention, and the 52-week program in three different colors. While it shows all groups losing weight initially, with the 52-week group losing the most weight at year one, by year two, all of the groups had already regained weight. The graph makes it clear that, in actuality, differences among the groups had collapsed by year two, and everyone was on track to regain all of their weight, with a reminder that if a variable is going straight up, the most basic research methods require that we not assume that it will level off the moment we stop tracking it. And of course, while everyone is gaining the weight back, Weight Watchers doesn't refund money spent on program fees, cookbooks, Weight Watchers branded food and merchandise, etc. How did the study authors interpret these results? The interpretation section says, quote, for adults with overweight or obesity, referral to this open group behavioral weight loss program for at least 12 weeks is more effective than brief advice and self-help materials. 
A 52-week program produces greater weight loss and other clinical benefits than a 12-week program and, although it costs more, modeling suggests that a 52-week program is cost-effective in the longer term. I scarcely know where to begin. They should probably specify that they were, quote, more effective by just a few pounds. And what do they mean cost-effective in the longer term? By year two, these people were already regaining their weight with about 100 years of data to suggest that by year five, they will have gained it all back. To understand this interpretation, I think it's helpful to look at the background section, which explains that in the UK, where the study was conducted, the standard referral for Weight Watchers is 12 weeks. This study is trying to make a case that the standard referral should be 52 weeks. For 40 weeks more program fees, the average participant could lose an extra 4.4 pounds. And whether people did 12 weeks, 52 weeks, or no weeks, they are all well on their way back to their starting weight at year two. So it seems that the only real benefit of a longer intervention would be to Weight Watchers' bottom line, certainly not to those being referred to the program since they are highly unlikely to actually lose weight long-term and highly likely to end up weight cycling, which is independently linked to harm. It may not surprise you to find that this study received funding from Weight Watchers. So that's the first study they cite. The second is the 2013 AHA-ACC-TOS guidelines for the management of overweight and obesity in adults. This isn't actually a study. It's guidelines put together based on studies and interpretations of those studies, much like the one we just talked about, which means that it continues to recommend the same things that have been failing people, but generating massive profit for the weight loss industry for the last century. The first thing I did after skimming the guidelines was search the document for Weight Watchers. It occurred the most four times in Appendix 1, author relationships with industry and other entities, which is to say that several of the guidelines authors have financial ties to Weight Watchers. In fact, the majority of authors, 12 of 19, have ties to the weight loss industry, with many having ties to multiple weight loss interests. Weight Watchers appeared in two studies in the table of studies that were rated as poor, one occurrence was a two-year study that found that subjects had lost weight in year one and gained back about half in year two. Sound familiar? Another was a study that intended to track several different interventions with follow-ups at six months and a year. People showed weight loss at six months. Not a surprise, short-term weight loss is very common, but the 12-month follow-up was abandoned because of, quote, treatment crossover and only 54% participation. At any rate, there's absolutely nothing in these guidelines to suggest that Weight Watchers can create significant long-term weight loss. Bottom line, based on the research that they cite on their own website, there is literally no reason to believe that Weight Watchers can produce significant long-term weight loss for more than a tiny fraction of its customers. Did you find this newsletter helpful? You can subscribe to get free future newsletters delivered direct to your inbox or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and get special benefits. Go to www.weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.